Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're glad you're here. As we say each week, we don't feel anybody shows up here on this call by accident, and uh, we hope each week that you gain something from it, some encouragement or something you realize that, uh, or you feel like that God is leading you to work on in your life. Um, if, if you uh, have somebody you want to invite to the call, uh, I want you to do that by just giving them our call-in number. We've made it very simple where you can call one number. You don't have to punch in any codes or anything to come directly into the call. And uh, we you know, we encourage you to invite those people because sometimes the people you think that would enjoy the call the most are the people who end up enjoying it, and uh, it means something to them and makes a difference in their life. And we truly believe that God can make a, a difference in their life. Um, <clears throat> this morning uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, you know, we have to be wise because time is short. Um, and I start out with telling you a story that where I grew up in North Louisiana, there was a section of woods that was about 15 miles deep and 20 miles wide uh, that we called the Big Woods. And there was no major highways, no paved roads through this area, and uh, people would you know, go out and hunt, but hunters had to be very careful because it was very easy to get lost and turned around, and you could walk for a long time and not actually... Uh, come across a you know a highway or a uh, parish road. Uh, there weren't even hardly any logging roads. There's a lot of virgin timber that was in this area, and uh, on the edge of these woods, uh, there people lived on, on the outskirts of what we call big woods. And and uh, at this time, when I was probably uh, in my late teens, there were three little boys that lived uh, close together, and they ended up out playing. Uh, on the edge of the big woods, and they were playing army, and they got off into the woods, and they ran, and they were jumping and, and chasing each other and fighting this enemy that was only in their minds, and they did that for hours. And uh, before long, they became tired and thirsty, and they stopped and decided it was time to head back home. But they couldn't figure out which way home was. Uh, they had been having so much fun that, you know, time had just totally slipped away from them, and uh, they quickly realized that they hadn't made a very wise decision. Uh, And all three of them were scared because they had been warned multiple times by their parents not to venture too far out into those woods. Uh, But they were having so much fun, they had forgotten all about that. And like I say, they were so far away, they had no sense of direction how to get back, you know, where they were going to. And, And as Christians living in a world that we live in today, you know, we have to conduct ourselves and our walk every day and be careful if we want to, you know, redeem the time and make the impact on the eternity we need to do. And when I say we have to be careful, sometimes we can step away so far that we can get away from what our Christian walk was, and sometimes it seems like it's hard to find our way back. We're going to concentrate today on uh, Ephesians 5, 15, and 17, and this is uh, from the New International Version. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as... uh, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So to give you a little background there, Paul was writing uh, to the uh, believers in Ephesus, and uh, he, he was writing to those Christians who were living there, and, and Ephesus was a very wealthy city. And you have to understand that it was kind of the center of travel and commerce, um, the, uh, it was located right on the edge of the sea, and uh, the Castor River uh, was right there in the city, and it had become one of the, the greatest seaports of the ancient world. 
And there are three major roads that led from the seaport. One went east towards Babylon uh, via Macedonia, uh, I believe I'm right on that. And the other uh, went uh, via Smyrna. And then there was another one that went toward the Meander Valley. So you can see that it, everything kind of funneled back in and things were coming in, you know, the sea and the river. So there was, that's why it was, you know, such a rich city. Um, and the, because of the city being rich, people had lost their focus there. And the Christians there in Ephesus, uh, you know, were having to deal with a lot of people that were, you know, in the idolatry. And, and they, even some of the commentaries I've read said that they were uh, worshiping the goddess Diana. And it was, you know, really involved in sensual worship. And so Paul was addressing those believers that were there because he felt like that they were being tempted and they, they were really feeling the pull of the world around them, <clears throat> both material and sensual. And so he's challenging the believers in verses 15 through 17 uh, to think about their conduct and their light of eternity. And so, you know, and they go back just in that story with those little boys, you know, they, 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 they didn't think about what they were doing. They were having a good time, and before they knew it, they had gotten so far away. And that's how we can, you know, it happens with us a lot of times in life with our conduct. And, you know, instead of, of doing what we need to do, we can get pulled by what the world thinks, and we can move away from the relationship or the, the, uh, what Christ wants us to do. So I think that we, you know, first we have to look at some of the areas around us and realize that, you know, we have to conduct ourselves in that careful manner, and that can be at work. I think it can be socially when you're out, uh, you know, when um, you're out even at the grocery store. Uh, you know, people are watching, and I think that we just have to be really careful how we conduct ourselves and not to do anything that would take away from Christ. Uh, we have to look at the opportunities um, to redeem our time now that we have. You know, sometimes I, I'm guilty of it. I have had situations where that that I have gotten caught up in, and uh, and it has taken me away from from doing what Christ has called me to do. And I'll just say this: that for me, for years, it was fishing. Uh, I had the old standard uh, excuse that man, I can worship God out on that lake on a Sunday, just like I can in church, uh, and and which was false because I was leading people. I was showing people that going fishing was more important than me going and being with a body of believers on Sunday, and which is important and I needed to do. Uh, so I wasted time doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think we have to realize what God is calling you know us to do in life. Uh, for everybody, it's a little different. Um, you know, uh, God has given uh, everybody gifts. And, you know, and, and I always use the story that my grandmother was, a, you know, she was only about 4 foot 11, maybe 5 feet, but she carried a big old uh, Bible that was a large print edition, and uh, you did not want her hitting you with that Bible. Uh, she was, you know, she was one of those Bible thumpers. Uh, she was short in stature. But one of the things that my grandma found that was just the greatest uh, thing that I think that she would do is, when there's somebody that was down and out, she would cook them the best coconut cake, and she would take that coconut cake to those people, and she would sit down to them, and she would just love on them. And, uh, you know, and because she felt like that, that God had given her, you know, that ability to do that. 
And everybody usually laughs when I talk about it. she has the gift of baking a coconut cake. Um, but what I do mean by that is she had the gift of doing for others and going out and being there for them, and that's what God, God had called her to do. And her way to do that and get in the door a lot of times with people was with that coconut cake. And so I urge you to look at the gifts that God's given you. For everybody, they're a little bit different. Some people are gifted musically. Some people are gifted with their discernment that can go through and they can teach and there's so many gifts that we can list out that you know, we could have a whole uh, devotional just on our gifts. Well, you know, over the years I have heard people say many times that the older they get, the faster the time will fly by. And the older I get, I realize that. And I look back over the course of my life and I look at times that, that I have wandered away and I have strayed out of what God's will is. And, you know, I get to the point sometimes that, you know, I've always been fortunate enough that, I, you know, somebody has, has nudged me or, you know, I wake up to the fact that I'm not where I need to be. And I find myself going back in and trying to redeem myself and trying to catch up for that time that's lost. And like I say, as, as I get older, I realize how quickly time is, you know, fleeing from me. Uh, it seems like just yesterday uh, I had two little kids running around uh that, you know, we're in diapers, and that's not the case anymore. You know, I've got a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old. So, you know, I encourage you to realize that time is fleeting very, you know, quickly. And today I want to ask you this question. You know, what is a major change that you need to make today or that I need to make uh, that is wise and will make the best use of my time? You know, hopefully there's nobody out there, it's just me, that finds that sometimes they've made wise, unwise decisions and they have not made the best use of their time. But, you know, is there a major change that, that you and I need to make uh, that's wise that will make the best use of our time? Well, back to those little boys that were lost in the woods. They were found. There was a, a group of men that went out and searched for them, and uh, they found them, and their parents welcomed them back with open arms, just like Christ is ready to welcome you back. You know, even if you've gotten lost, uh, he wants to make the most of the time that you have now. And so uh, our challenge today is to walk wisely and remember that time is short. Bill, thank you so much for this day. I just thank you for all the things that you've given us, dear God. I thank you for the grace that we have, that, that we wake up each morning, no matter what we've done the day before, dear God, that, that you still come back and you grab us and you hug us up and and you still love us, dear God. And I just pray that you would help us as we go through life, that you would help us to make wise decisions, dear God, that you would help us understand that, that time is important, dear God, that, that just things can go by in the blink of an eye. And I just pray that you would you know, help us realize this. I just pray that you would be with our country right now, dear God. It seems like sometimes there's a lot of division, dear God, but... You can come in the middle of that, and, and you can you can pull all that together. And I just pray that you would be with our the leaders and in the states and the, the cities, dear God, and with our president and all the staff there for our nation, dear God. That you would just have your hand upon them, and you would lead God and direct them, dear God. Uh, I just pray that you would be with each of our uh, individual to call the different companies that are represented here, dear God, that you would, would be with them. I just pray, pray that you would have things worked out for them financially, dear God. I just pray that you would uh, give them a peace and you would help them to uh, you know, make it through any tough times they're going through and knowing that we're backing them up 
uh, dear God, in prayer, for lifting up to you. I just pray that you would, without being released and everyone on this call, that you would keep us safe and that you would go through uh, the rest of this week, dear God, and have us to be um, people that are out there and that uh, other people look at and say, hey, I know that they're Christians and they're trying their best to live their, their life in the glory of God. These things I ask in your name. Amen. 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 Am